welcome back to another episode of Beneath It All. This is your host, Suzanne Guris, and today I have an outstanding guest by the name of Diamond Bragg, my sophomore teammate. She's done some great things in the community back home in her hometown of Pennsylvania. Um, she hopes to inspire and even do more. Uh, she wants to become a CEO on day two as well. Yes, so ma'am. we'll be unpacking that. And so let's get into it, Diamond. So you've started a charity event, All-Star Game, in your hometown of Pennsylvania called More Than the Game. Mm-hmm. People don't know about that. So could you kind of tell them what's the, the charity event and what's it about and give them a description of it? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I started a charity event going into my senior year of high school. And the mission of it was to basically educate, empower, and inspire the youth, underprivileged student athletes in my community. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to kind of provide a blueprint from how to get from high school to college athletics and how to do that success successfully. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I think, and we kind of spoke about this before um, we have conversations, but it's like mm-hmm. not a lot of people are giving back or trying to show the youth the way and how you got to this type of position, right? Yeah. Um, going into it, did you have any people that influenced you to, like, want to do this type of event? Yeah, 100%. Um, I was in a community where there was a bunch of leaders, and I just aspired to be one of those and have an impact on my community and do something that's never been done. Yeah. And you know what better? to do that than in a position of being a student athlete, especially one going to a Power 5 school. It's almost like living the dream in a sense. So I kind of wanted to pass that vision on and just provide a platform like, hey, if I can do it, then you guys can do it too. Yeah, totally. I think too, um, we don't always have people come back to speak to us about mm-hmm. how they got to where they have gotten to. And it's like, that's powerful. That's powerful to do being in your position, especially as a woman, too, I think mm-hmm. people take that into account even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's it's awesome, Diamond. I'm so proud of you for being able to do that. I appreciate and willing you, to give back to the Yeah, to the community. Mm-hmm. Like, we need more people to do that. I hope to do that. I mean, I always go back to my high school and work out with kids, but, like, this is bigger. You're trying to show the, the kids that you can do this. If you work hard, have good grades, and, you know, put your vision to something. Put your, put your all into it. Give 110%, right? 100%. And oftentimes you look, and as you're growing up as a kid, you always have that one role model in your community that you yeah. look up to. You have somebody that's living the life that you want to live one day or is doing something that you want to do. Yeah. And I had mine, and that's kind of what got me to where I am. And I not only want to be a role model to kids yeah. that want to know that it's possible, but I also want to provide a platform for them to get there. And so that's kind of the basis of my charity event mm-hmm. and why I created what I created. So it's like a program, um, an eight-week program where kids learn different aspects of how to get to college and how to be successful and what steps they need to do in order to get to that level because it's not talked about oftentimes you just see the result you don't see the process of it so I just wanted to break that down and really show kids like what you need to do in order to achieve your vision and achieve your dreams of being a student athlete at this level Diamond, you bring up a good point. We always just see the result of things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's more than that. And I think a lot of kids growing up in my high school, they saw I worked really, really hard. And mm-hmm. I gave 110% everything that I did. But, like, there was more to it. You know, 100%. I had to make sure my grades were, were on top as well. And that I was still working hard on top of all of that. That's important. Who was a big influence in your community growing up? 
Um, I just look towards the people that are doing what I wanted to do. So um, one of the big uh, influencers in my community was Malia Tate. Um, she played basketball at Hampton. Mm. She just was an all-star, um, and just her performance on the basketball court was unmatched. And I also looked at other big-time players, and I looked at the guys' side of it and the girls' side of it, and I also had a lot of mentors to get to where I am. Um, so it was kind of a lot of different things, but it's just having that vision or that something to reach for I thought was the most important thing. Once I had something I wanted to obtain, I just needed to figure out the steps to get there. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I wanted to bridge the gap with that with this charity event. Like, what do you need to do to be a student athlete at the highest level? Mm -hmm. And it might not even be D1 is your goal, but maybe D2 or D3, just having right. that opportunity. So it's just a lot of things where you're expected to know, you're expected to understand this process, especially the recruitment process. Mm -hmm. Like, that's something that if you're unfamiliar with, it's new, it's... It's overwhelming it's at times, too. It's very overwhelming. So, you know, I just wanted to break down, okay, how do I prepare for the SAT or ACT? Okay, let's get them trained. Let's get them materials that they need to be successful yeah. um, on this exam, okay? And how do you go through just the recruiting process, sending an email to coaches, maybe, or reaching out to them? Like, what steps do you take, and how do I make that vision become reality? So that's kind of, like, the basis, my why, yeah. and what I branched off of and then I was fortunate enough to host an all-star game that would raise money to make this vision come to fruition mm. and so we ended up raising almost a hundred thousand dollars within two years what was your goal though what was your goal <laughs> so my first the year goal. yeah my first year the goal was fifty thousand dollars and when I laid that number out in front of my committee they looked at me like I was crazy because they were thinking okay let's start small you know mm -hmm. let's ease into it it's so hard to make an event like this especially being in school and high school at the time yeah so they set my goal at about like three thousand dollars so when I pulled up that fifty thousand everybody's jaw dropped and looked at me I'm like sure. I was crazy so how'd that make you feel though when you, they, you know they their job, job. I remember looking at my parents and we just laughed because, right. you know, we knew what we wanted and I had the support of my family behind me. And of course, mm -hmm. I had the support of uh, the YMCA and okay, yep. all those that made it happen. But just setting that goal so high, like it, it was crazy. And that was yeah. something that looking back on it, when we passed that $5,000 mark our first year, it was just ridiculous. And wow. everybody was just in awe, like something like this could happen. Yeah. When you put your mind to something and you set a high goal and you achieve that, that's great. Yep. And oftentimes, I think the hardest part is actually starting it. And so putting that into the air with me, like um, when I put that idea into fruition, I had mm -hmm. to make it happen. Had to. And I think that's the biggest thing many people want to start things or charity events and they're scared or they hold back yeah the biggest issue is taking the first step once you take that mm -hmm. you make everything else happen everything falls into place yeah and but why do you think people hesitate to start what do, what do you think holds them back um I think it's the idea of failure I think that can hinder a lot of growth yeah and just the idea of not trying is safer than mm. failing and so with me, I didn't even think about failure in this yeah. one. You know, I just was like, I have the support of my family. What else do I need? So mm -hmm. I was like, there's nothing um, really to fail about this. I yeah. want to try and help make a difference in my community. Nobody else has done something like this. Why can't I be the starting point? 
So that was kind of my idea with that. And honestly, I didn't tell my family, I didn't tell anybody till three months into me planning this. So you plan, you plan all this yourself? I plan, no, I can't take complete credit for all this, <laughs> but I had this idea and I had, I knew I wanted to do something. So I ran with it. I met with people. I met with you head the community. Yeah, I met with way, like at least four different organizations and people way before I even told my family I was doing this. So I kind of wanted to do this for me at first. Um, but obviously I can't do anything without the support of my family. My family, uh, especially my parents and my grandfather sat in on meetings with me. Mm -hmm. They helped me just knowing that their position as entrepreneurs or business owners or dreamers and they just helped me bring their ideas and just help make everything else come to fruition as well. Wow, Diamond. The, the help of family is always important. Always. And it's definitely needed, especially in a situation like this. I mean, you say you couldn't give credit to just yourself because everybody around you was helping you. Mm -hmm. You had a chance to meet some of the, the kids at your um, game last year against Maryland. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> how many kids came to the game last year? I think there was about 20 maybe. 20? Okay, yeah, because we, we all took a picture with them. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel? Were you nervous knowing that they were coming to the game? I was excited because mm. I just knew that this is one of the tangibles that we needed to do within the program. Yeah. Not only did I want to teach them within a classroom or put them on a court setting, I needed to show them that this is this can be you. Mm. And I'm so grateful to have such supporting teammates that were willing to spend a couple minutes and just mm. talk to these kids, take a picture with them. So it's it's just more more than a game, you know? And just having like the support of my teammates to come out after that Maryland game and take a picture with these kids, that's something that they're never going to forget. And they still talk to me about this day. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that I think is very important. You want to yeah. give kids hope. You want to show kids that this is where I am. Here's how we can bring you with us. You can do this. Of course. You can do it. If you put your mind to it and you work hard and you do the proper steps in preparation, you can get those end results. 100%. You can get it. So yes, ma'am. The question is, are you gonna continue to do this charity or all-star game every year to keep raising money for this program? So I'm in the betwixt and between period of that right now, trying to figure out how I can still impact my community while also trying to understand and take advantage of opportunities I have at this campus so it's a balance of things for sure and it's definitely more difficult trying to manage something 800 miles away mm -hmm. so I've, I've run into that um, and I'm just trying to figure it out right now what's yeah. best that's going to help everybody involved in the situation without putting too much on other people um, but my goal is to help whatever community I'm in and uh, Harrisburg uh, has a lot of love for me and I want to continue to do different things maybe not always the same thing but help and give back and that's my main goal is to you know give back to the community that raised me so mm -hmm. I always figure something out um, we're working on this year and seeing what's the best route to take um, but yeah, we're we're figuring it out for right now. Wow, I think you can you can do it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's the steps to it and taking the time to figure out what works for you, mm -hmm. right? What did you learn from the business side of things of prepping for the All Star Game and preparing <laughs> for like the programs? Like, obviously, because you want to be a businesswoman. Like I said before, you want to be a CEO. So, what did you learn in terms of the business side that you feel like you can partake in your life now? So I learned a lot, and it wasn't obviously like the typical classroom environment or the typical nine to five environment, but I learned a lot on not only how to create, but to maintain something. And so just going through the process of having to deal with many different sides, sides of the charity event, putting the event together, mm. um, having a team in place to help make ideas come to fruition, um, hiring people to do jobs and to set up the gym for the all-star game, or just, 
anything that involved making an idea become like real is what I had to go through and I learned a lot I had to solicit fundraisers mm. um, I had to reach out to people and help them believe in me um, I had to make that something that was a priority because you're without, a saleswoman yeah something like you're that too like, I, had, I had to make people believe in my vision that I Ooh. didn't know before this and so it was a lot like but I definitely learned how to not only be confident in myself but in my vision mm. so it was just a great thing that I can't even explain how much it's changed yeah. me as a person and I feel like although I don't typically have the nine to five experience that most students have that aren't athletes I now know what it takes to achieve a vision and I Ooh, think that experience right there uh-huh. <laughs> say it one more time what it takes to achieve my vision I, I have that understanding now and I can't even be more thankful than yeah. where I am right now um, I know what I want in that sense and um, I'm hungry for whatever else comes in, in in front of me. Speaking of like you know having people around you that help you understand the business side, but help bring your ideas to fruition. Both of your parents have some experience in the business. Mm -hmm. um, how have they played a huge role into just the more than the game, but also you majoring in business now? Mm -hmm. So I am blessed enough to be surrounded by family who. Um, are visionaries, have dreams, um, no matter where they came from, whether they came from money or from not. Um, they both, my mom and my dad, have made it their ultimate goal to be successful in whatever it is that they love. Yeah. Um, and not only that, my stepfather um, is very involved, my grandfather. Like, I have a lot of different family members involved in the business world. My dad um, started from the ground up in his company. Um, my mom um, took over a company and she's doing pretty well in it. And then my stepfather has uh, involved in the agriculture industry, which is different for me. Mm, <laughs> um, but And he built his way up in that and he's also very successful in that as well. So just growing up and witnessing that I think has helped me kind of not see limits and boundaries, yeah. you know. Um, I've witnessed failure, I've witnessed success and that's part of the process. And so it just allowed me to kind of inherit that and become a dreamer and kind of encapsulate so many different industries but at the yes. end of the day so many different personalities and kind of put it in the one yeah. and that's why I feel like that's where I feel I'm different um, from my parents is that I have a little bit of my mom a little bit of my dad a little bit of my stepfather my grandfather a little bit of everything a mix of completely different experiences coming from the bottom or starting pretty well off and I've been able to witness that my whole life and being somebody of a mixed background Background, mm. I also get to see two different lifestyles so yes. I can see the worst of the worst and the best of the best all in the same day and so I'm very humbled by that and just acknowledging that I have that privilege to see both sides I feel like I'm that middle person I can help not only share the vision with those that are higher up but I can bring those that might not have enough up more so I'm just I feel like I'm the balance factor in that where um, I know how blessed I am yeah. to be in this, a great family, have great support by that family and meet so many different people. I feel like I can definitely help bridge a gap somewhere. And that's kind of been my mentality, wanting to just help those and bring people with me. As you speak, I, I smile. I, see, <laughs> I know you're going to do great things. And you have an experience of your mom, your dad, your stepdad has brought you to this the person you are now, mm -hmm. and as you've obviously seen a lot, what are some 
What are some great advice that they've given you about have, having to own your own business? Um, I mean, there's endless things mm -hmm. I've heard, and I've just been trying to gain as much knowledge as possible, and I'm trying to learn. Um, obviously, being in college at such a prestigious university, Ooh, yes. I am learning right now a lot, yes. and a lot of learning. things that I do not know, and I'm hoping to grow um, from. So advice I'm still working on it myself but the only thing I can say is to not shy away from failure yeah I think that's easier said than done and obviously that's something I'm still I'm still working on as a student athlete here um, there's a lot of adversity especially being in this position that we don't talk about a lot yeah. so which I'm grateful for you Suze who are kind of exposing the ins and outs of what we go through and the lifestyle that we live because yeah. it's not something to take lightly mm. being in this position is something that is it has a lot of weight being the center of attention constantly having to watch your back and mm -hmm. making sure you're setting the best example for those that follow correct and we um it's not easy and i think that's something that's overlooked by a lot of people mm -hmm. but certain people know the discipline um the heart the heart and what it takes to truly be in this spot so adversity and not shying away from failure i think are the two biggest things i've learned throughout this process and throughout my life and you know that this is also a starting block for me um yeah. and knowing that choosing this university has helped me develop into a greater person and amen and hopefully a greater businesswoman one day oh I, I, we already know we, we will you will be a ceo one day i appreciate you um you are you're majoring in business here what side of the se sector are you um in right now on the, at the business school? So right now, I'm planning on majoring in finance and marketing, but with an emphasis on finance. So okay. I'm looking into furthering my financial degree and how I can do that to make myself more successful. Mm. I feel like the leadership part comes naturally to me just being in sports my whole life and being around different people who are in leadership positions. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to focus more so on the quantitative side of business as well as the qualitative. Okay. So just trying to learn different aspects of business and how I can mix it together to be a more well-rounded person. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure the exact position I want to start in. I'm looking at a lot of different options and I'm blessed that this university and the resources here have given me an opportunity to pursue different options while being yeah. an athlete. So I'm yeah. taking advantage of all that right now <laughs> and that's and I was just talking to Tara which is our freshman teammate um, about just taking advantage of every resources that you have here at this university mm -hmm. or where, wherever you're at in life take advantage ask a lot of questions and never be afraid mm -hmm. to advocate for yourself and know that you have a voice especially as a woman um, yes. you know you have a voice and don't let it be suppressed or um, not spoken you have to speak about how you're feeling don't let it be ignored you yes, know um, what have you learned the most being in the business school here um it's very competitive mm -hmm. and thankful i'm thankful that this isn't new to me yeah uh, being in a competitive environment um that's something that we do every day as athletes mm -hmm. so i'm fitting right in i think it's difficult being an athlete and not obviously having the same amount of time that most other people do um but we make up for it in our personality and what else we have to mm -hmm. show and so I'm just trying to find my way, learning things that I've never learned before. It's it's a struggle, yes. but I'm learning, again, adversity and how do I respond to that, being disciplined in that area. And it's just helped me 
create more opportunities for myself and just constantly looking for different ways that I see myself fitting in the future. Yeah. Do you hope to get an internship this summer at all? Um, yeah, so I've actually been talking to a few companies and right now um, I'm working on doing a, a big time job shadow with a very prominent company within Madison who's headquartered there. Um, so it's been a great start. Um, for me and I know that I'm trying to just figure out different avenues and I yeah. think the thing is like being a sophomore we don't have to have our whole life planned out right now yeah. and I always struggle with that because I want to know my next move I, I want to have I know it's uncomfortable oh a hundred percent but you just kind of have to embrace where you're at right now and that's what I'm working on I'm working on okay how do I get an idea of where I want to be but not mm -hmm. closing myself off to one single opportunity <clears throat> yes, it's, it's staying in the now, but preparing for the future. Yes, ma'am. That's it right there. <laughs> that's it. So that's kind of where my head is at. I'm all over the place. I'm mm -hmm. looking for new things every day. And I just don't want to close myself off to one specific avenue when maybe there's another one waiting for me. Yeah. So I think that's important, too. I think so often we look to close ourselves in and put ourselves in this box where we can only do this. No. No, I wanna... the sky's the limit. There's exactly. so many things out here in life. It's, you have to seek it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be defined by one aspect of my life, whether it's just a student, whether it's just an athlete, whether it's a businesswoman. I want to be well-rounded, and I want to make sure that I'm contributing my full self to multiple different avenues. Yes. So I'm, I'm searching for that right now. So. Yeah, I mean, you are equipped. That's the word <laughs> I'm going to use for you. I, I you are it. equipped. I love it. <laughs> what, what do you hope to gain if you do, do an internship this summer? Because obviously internships <clears throat> are very important, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people speak to us about having internships. So what do you hope to get? So for me personally, just knowing that I understand most of the leadership parts of it right now, I'm looking for the the day to day and the actual tasks mm. and like what goes on within an industry. Okay. And so, um, for me in the internship or job shadow opportunity that I'm looking at, they're going to be teaching me different positions within their company. Instead of just doing one specific thing every day, I'll be learning what a bunch of different people do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's huge. Like. Although my goal is to eventually be a CEO, that's not going to come overnight. I need to know the people and mm. what you have to do in order to build an empire, yeah. build a business like that. Come and so on, I Diamond. want to take the time just to really understand what it takes to be great in business. And so this is kind of my new passion and something that mm. I'm trying to devote myself to outside of athletics and school, obviously. And I'm just trying to learn right now. And maybe there's a certain aspect that I love and maybe being a CEO won't work, but that's my goal right now. And, and reaching for it. I'm reaching for it. So I'm open to many different things and um, I'm very adamant at conveying that. So okay. I'm definitely not closed off to one thing and I'm just, I'm just here to learn at this point. What, what characteristics do you think a great CEO has? Um, I think leadership and not leadership in the sense that is deteriorating but empowering. I yeah. think for me that's what I've learned and what I personally feed off of. If mm. I have a leader that is empowering me to do great, I will be great. But if I have a leader that's, you know, not showing great qualities that I aspire to be, why would I follow that person? Right. So I want to be that person that other people want to follow. And that's kind of what I'm chasing after. How do I connect with people and how do I make people believe in me? Correct. So that also comes with sharing a vision with mm -hmm. others. And I'm just trying to figure that out. And yeah. I don't have an answer right now, but I just know 
that I believe that I can get people to follow me um, if I have a vision that's adamant and clear and worth following. So who knows, Sue? Who knows? <laughs> diamond, diamond, diamond. Thank you for being on my amazing podcast, Benita, y'all. This is an honor. An Man, honor. What um, you're doing right now is something that's unheard of, too, and that mm. should not go unnoticed. You are exposing mm. the lives of what us student athletes go through. We're very, very different, but often grouped as the same. So yeah. thank you, Suzanne, for making this possible. No problem, man. I'm happy your story is being told. You're able to speak upon your experiences. <laughs> Everyone, give my podcast, listen, and share. And thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, sir.